And now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shoutout. Um, he's Andy Shield and I'm Steph Barnett and his mic's just failed. Uh, on today's show we catch up with Saski. Darren and Eve join us to tell us about this year's virtual Bristol Pride. Fun and too. Tara's here for this month's news extra and, um, and is also showing off that he can count to two. Two. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why that didn't work then. It didn't. So anyway, welcome Shoutout. Yay! Ba-dum, boom. So I don't know what happened there. I just like I couldn't well, hear anything. Well, it's nice of you to join us mm. for the next fifty-five minutes. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I carried it off. I think. <laughs> so so constant professional. <laughs> well, it took you a minute to realise. I think. It's a, yeah. But thank you. Well, I thought so, you no, might. It's not very often things like that happen these days, you know, because we've been doing this for so long. It's not with you, no. no, no that must have been so sad for you. You might have to have a Valium, you know, not oh, being able to yeah. talk on the radio for oh, a few no. seconds. <laughs> that must have been. That's harsh. Oh, <laughs> says, says she harsh. of Steph FM. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> <laughs> so, hello, Terry. Hello there. How, How are, are you, you, mate? I'm fine, I'm fine, yeah, yeah. So, lovely to have you. Again, remote as well, we should point out. There's only three of us in the studio. So, so hello, Andy. Hello. It's lovely to be here. So. Do you know, I'm finding it difficult now. I'm going to have to keep a log of what I actually wear to the studio each Thursday so I don't actually wear the same top. It's well, radio, what's it matter? A, it matters to me. Oh, right. So, I won't Jeez. lie, I actually, it's, it's kind of nice to have an excuse to, you know... Leave the house. Like, leave the house. So I, I, I always mm. make and an effort. And not worry about what you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Oh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I would ask Terry what he's wearing, but I don't think that's really appropriate. Um, not seen he's under the stairs with uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. No. And Jordan Henderson now. Oh, well. okay. <laughs> he's joined my uh, What group. about the group? Blazing Squad. Oh, they're in the corner, yeah. Are they? Tied up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm wearing a nice Heartsack t-shirt and a pair of shorts today. Actually, although it's a little bit cooler today, actually. It Autumn certainly is was. just around the corner. Yeah. 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 A very autumnal day. Yeah. So anyway, Pat Shokin last night. I'm I'm really looking forward. We, we, we've we've definitely got Darren on, uh, and hopefully Eve will be joining us too from Bristol Pride. Yep. Um, and uh, we'll be finding out about the virtual one this year. Yep, so. and Ooh. talking to Peyton and Callum, because they actually have made it last night to John O'Groats. Uh, which, which is, oh, hang on, um, remind me, it's the, the cycle thing. What's it called? Um, trans, Tour, Tour de Tour Trans. Tour de Trans, that's it. Yeah, I thought you were going to ask me where John O'Groats was. No. I was just going <laughs> to... I was going to pull the plug on BCFM no, at I'm that point. No, I'm a little bit educated <laughs> like that. I was going to say, it's between Wick and Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Wick? Yes. Oh. What? Wick East of Bristol? No, there's a, there, 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 there's a wick in Scotland. There's a wick in Scotland. That's no. the two nearest Andy, railway stations. It's not a second wick. Yeah. The people listening in wick um, just outside of Bristol are going to be really upset that there's a second wick. I think there's probably more than two. There's probably them. a couple of thousand in so. the States. I've yeah. heard of wicks. That's mm. slightly different, though, I think. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, let's, uh, um, let's get things straight off. Um, we're going to go and catch up with Saski, who is um, talking to the spins. Have a listen to this. Brilliant. Sassy Five. Oh, yes. 
welcome to Shout Out Radio. Now, this this week's show I'm really excited about because as music lovers, as you all are, as well as myself, and as a professional singer, I have a fellow queer professional singer on the other line. But this story is such a fun, heartwarming, and actually really cool and amazing in the sense that it's a sliding door situation just to show how things can be life-changing at the click of a button literally so it is without further ado that i introduce lead singer of the spins sally mcferrin sally how you doing i'm doing really well thank you very much how are you i'm very good i'm very good i love this story because i said it's a sliding doors situation literally yeah. i'm gonna start and then you just fill us in with the rest so you are a professional singer yeah. uh, lockdown has hit all professional singers very hard including myself so i totally understand it by chance during lockdown you answered an ad um, for a band urgently requiring a lead singer and now you are well basically now you're in a signed band yes yes tell us yes i am tell us the journey sally what happened so i saw this advert i applied i was kind of feeling a bit low with the music industry because you Mm. couldn't really do much i applied and then i forgot about it and then something inside was like you need to check your emails so i did anyway they liked what i'd sent and then i thought i was too late but they just said no it's fine because there was a difficult time because one of the band members had lost the uh, had lost their mom oh, in lockdown, yeah. so so it was delayed. But it was urgent because their last singer had had quit suddenly, and they'd just been signed to like Universal. And anyway, to cut a long story short, went to Vibe Studios, recorded it. They liked it. We signed contracts, and then COVID was kind of at the very beginning of what was happening. So. You know, it was it was difficult. So we've had to kind of do a lot of promoting. So we've had to learn what Universal might offer people, but we're doing it ourselves. So it's still it's exciting. But you know, I haven't even met the band. That's <laughs> even, that's the matter because they're all based in Italy. Right. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So it's 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 amazing, and they're international performers. They've been doing it for years. One played on Jeff Beck's Hammerhead and got the Grammy wow. for that single. And it's just like a female drummer, female bassist. Wow. You know, a good mixture of you know, like a male uh, Marcelo, who's the, um, the the main guy who's created the band. So yeah, it's just been really excited. I love the tune as well. It it felt like a song that I would have written. So it was just like if I hadn't have checked, if I didn't have gone for that advert because i was just feeling what what the heck mm. why not yeah, yeah and then and here i am and it's just such a beautiful beautiful song and like and to get to work with incredible artists like the peak it's humbling and honoring for me like as an artist and he created this amazing video and he wanted to have the real diversity in the video so it's a mix max of us all playing but yeah you know it's showing about sexuality you know it's open you know it's really promoting different races and you know kind of it's important it's just nice and the idea of that hopefully you know after this something beautiful will come from the, uh, the music industry i guess well absolutely yeah i mean and i mean not, not only is it sort of one of those you know 
well it's a really cool story to be fair like lockdown you get signed I mean it's not saying that someone can say it every day is it but you know like you say the way the video was put together because I know they had to use old footage but it is it is really sort of sort of creating that visibility and for diversity which is is again a really clear and important message especially you know in, in today's climate no not just around obviously everything that's happening with with lockdown and covid but you know just in general with inclusion you know with, with black lives matter also with the laws changing with lgbt plus inclusion in general yeah. you know so it's really nice and refreshing that that's all still taken into consideration and put out there through music the actual video itself's racked up over fifty-eight thousand views i believe i mean what was that a surprise <laughs> the thing is they've had a fan base for years mm. and he's really worked hard at promoting and he goes you know and he was telling me he went sally these are real listeners and real viewers mm. you know these aren't paid this is like so he's you know he's spent a lot of time and like you know what we put in hopefully we'll get back out so so it's still but we're still got to on go you know it, it's it's on there but it needs to hit other platforms and it needs to hit the algorithms that's what i'm learning about why yes. is my life about algorithms <laughs> it will be get used to it that's exactly oh, it. <laughs> social media anything digital is all about the algorithm yeah i mean like i say fifty-seven thousand views i mean whether they're hardcore fans or not i mean that says a lot about the great song that it is the style of the spins who have you been liking to as a singer i th- listening to your voice i think you sound a, a bit like alison moyer stroke keris matthewsy for you know i'll take that yeah it's not bad no, is it that's and, an honor, yeah. yeah well i think I was, I was thinking who, who does she sound like because it's all quite sort of it's not heavy rock but it's quite guitar based isn't it i mean what sort of style would you genre would you would you say it was i guess yeah definitely kind of like a kind of like rocky soft rock but also quite indie in the kind of style of their sound but previously with my own stuff my alabaster queen my voice is slightly a little bit deep. I, I go a bit more rocky and soulfully yeah so people have likened to me like annie lennox or joan armor trading so like oh, and wow. then i'll go yeah i'll take that because <laughs> yes. it's so nice so when i was <laughs> when i was younger said alison moyen at the time i didn't uh, probably appreciate her for what she really is but like now i'm going yeah i'll take that and Karis matthews yeah. i'd love to be able to sound welsh properly but you know <laughs> well you however however whatever accent you, you you're singing in you uh, sound good good vocals girl so it's all it's all good <laughs> for people just we're rounding up on future but for people who are artists and performers you know i i know as a singer myself um i was also hit by by lockdown a lot of my gigs cancelled yeah you know but for those who were doing this for a full living and well, maybe, maybe feeling really disheartened to the point where they might give up. What would be your words of wisdom going forward? I would say right now, we're all at ground zero still. And the people that were massively successful are having to strip back with less support. And we're all in that position. So if you've got a creative dream, dream it, action it, do it, and then get it sent out there and you know and just keep on going one step in front of the other because we'll eventually get there don't get overwhelmed by thinking how am I going to get onto Wembley Stadium for a hundred (laughs) thousand just think what do I need what's one what's one thing today that I need to do and guide yourself listen to your intuition practice market enjoy the the experience most of all but we're all at ground zero so you know you know, you, you, you're doing amazingly, you're doing your radio, you know, your more podcasts, you know, you've taken something and I hope that this becomes something magical for you so that you've got your own radio 
radio station and you know you're presenting and you're sending all this kind of stuff so oh, well, get your music you, out there well listen once you you become a uh, big famous like as, as famous as lady gaga i will be famous because you'll be saying oh saski i remember you and then you'll be giving me a hand up okay oh so, no 100 uh, <laughs> your so, vocals are fierce oh thank you so well listen absolutely and i totally agree thank you for those kind words towards me but i do think yeah you've just got to go with it totally agree and small steps as long as you're doing something anything is exactly a positive movement forward S- sally thank you so much single is is out now uh, sunday morning by the spins and where can people follow you very quickly where can they follow the the, the spins so twitter at the real spins and spotify itunes and yeah sunday morning long version and and, and that's the first single that we've created and many Fabulous. more i hope great stuff sally mcferrin of the spins really excited to see what comes out in the future and looking forward to it good luck and nice one thank you thank you celebrating diversity this is bristol's bcfm 93.2 Shout out LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. And uh, that's that very track. That's a Sunday morning um, from the spins. By the spins, yeah, yeah. So you think you, you think it's a bit kind of cranberry esque? Yes, like cranberry it does sound a little bit like the cranberries. Yeah. Um, the track uh, "Let It Linger." Oh yeah, oh, yeah, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar sort of mm. sound. So yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, they didn't send it to us actually. I, right. I just like you know, they were talking about it so much when when Sassy was giving one. I thought, oh, I'll, I'll shove that in the show yeah. afterwards. So. Good idea. Yeah. Well planned, Mister mm. Shilton. Yeah. Yes. Have you? Um, that worked. I like my mic first thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of show. Indeed. Um, Terry, have you got all your all your mates locked down so you can do the news unhindered? No one would dare hinder me doing the news. Mm. They just <laughs> just know that it's not worth. Okay. They stand back. Do they? <laughs> So, well, with that, should we get some news headlines then? Why not? This is Shoutout News on Thursday the 27th of August 2020. One of these stalwarts in the development of a strong, outspoken and independent gay media in the UK has passed on at the age of 69. Chris Graham Bell trained as a doctor but was fascinated with the world of publishing. In the early 1970s there was no internet and the main means of communication for many was the press. Thousands of titles existed in a crowded marketplace. There was a vibrant alternative and underground press scene with papers such as IT, Oz and Spare Rib amongst many others. The gay community had Gay Times which was founded in June 1972 and also a host of smaller regional little newsletters in magazines which were produced on small print presses and often hand stapled it was an ad hoc cottage industry in 1974, Mr. Graham Bell launched his own magazine called Him Exclusive. Its focus was soft porn for gay and bisexual men, but also featured community news, politics and information, and quickly became a mainstay of the community. Graham Bell's business also included a gay lifestyle store called Zipper in Camden and a number of specialist soft porn titles. Through the 70s, the business thrived, no thanks to the state or customs who were busy trying to harass gay and trans businesses throughout this period with raids, seizures and objections to everything they did. 
1983, Gay News, which had never really fully recovered from a court case brought against it by religious fanatics led by Mary Whitehouse, folded. Mr Graham Bell purchased the assets and saved the title by merging it with him to form a new magazine called Gay Times. Indeed, to this day, the official title of the magazine includes the byline incorporating Gay News. The new title was there throughout the social and political battles of the 1980s, and although this era was difficult for LGBTQ people, it's arguable that gay and lesbian journalism would have at its peak, with Gay Times offering arts, culture, media analysis and lengthy features each month. In 1994, the group launched Diva, a glossy magazine aimed at British lesbians and bi women. Previously, most of the quality lesbian magazines had been imported from the States and sold in radical bookstores or via mail order. As the millennium approached, Chris Graham Bell's company, now called Milivres, merged with Prowler to form the largest gay media company in Europe. The internet was by now beginning to revolutionise gay life, with new sites such as Gaydar, Gay.com and others. But there was a golden sunset for gay publishing in the UK as Milivres kept afloat the Pink Paper, as well as Gay Times and Diva. It also owned gay and fetish shops, including Expectations, and published books for LGBTQ people. In 2013, Mr Graham Bell was bought out and he retired as chairman following a management buyout and eventually due to trading pressures the various business areas moved to new ownership the pink paper had by then permanently ceased and people were increasingly interacting online with new new gay news sources like pink news Mr Graham Bell was awarded many accolades over the years for his service to the LGBTQ community, including the chairpersonship of the Gay Business Association and the Brian Kennedy Award. He was an intensely private man and spent his retirement enjoying the arts and opera, and he passed away quietly in his sleep. That's the life of Chris Graham Bell, business person and community media activist who kept many of us informed and entertained with his publications over many years. The KISS FM network says that it will be marking the carnival over this bank holiday, August bank holiday weekend, with Black Lives Matter making headlines this summer, and yet Britain's lively festival and carnival circuit brought to a temporary halt by COVID-19. The network has decided to bring the sounds of the popular Notting Hill Carnival to its various stations. In particular, the KISS Fresh, KISS Tree and main KISS FM channels Just like Notting Hill, the carnival sounds will take over the air from Sunday the 30th and Monday the 31st of August. Expect sets by artists including Dino, Sean Paul, Shaggy and Rudimental amongst many others. For full details are listed on the KISS FM website. September will mark a dual anniversary for the Dance Music Network, which has a significant LGBTQ following for uh, its party Heavy Rhythms, um, and it was th- sorry, it was 35 years ago in September 1985 that Kiss started broadcasting on 94 FM in the London area. One of the many black music pirates in the capital at this at this time, Kiss was one of the first pirate radio stations to make their case to the government for a license to broadcast legally, which was against all odds. It was issued in 1990, and September will mark the 30th anniversary since Kiss FM's legal London launch on 100 FM. 
The top-rated LGBTQ newswire Pink News reports that a Bristol woman may have escaped serious punishment after a bizarre homophobic outburst during which she verbally abused a gay police officer as well as shouting insults at shop staff. Samantha Beck, Bristol magistrates heard, suffers from alcoholism and when apprehended during a shoplifting endeavour at the branch of Lidl engaged a loud shouting episode to other shoppers against whom she used rude terms to describe people with learning difficulties and against the arresting officer whom she gave homophobic abuse. A previous conviction had seen the courts hand down a treatment order rather than a prison term and this was noted by the defending counsel to have kept her out of trouble for the last three years. They requested that a similar sentence be given on this occasion sentencing takes place in september and uh summer is gradually fading coming towards an e- its end in september in terms of astronomical seasons which summer runs until the 21st of september the autumn equinox which marks the start of darker the dark half of the year when here in the northern hemisphere night has more hours than day However, according to ancient traditions, that might appeal to LGBTQ pagans. The dog of days of summer have now come to an end for another year. Our friends at partner station Transradio UK discuss the significance of the wonderful late night summer nights programme that runs from midnight until 2am each weekday. As far as back as ancient Egypt, astronomers had linked the, ri- linked the rising sun sorry, the rising star of Cirrus uh, and in the evening sky as the height of summer and the predictor of autumn, sorry, of annual flooding of the River Nile, on which the bounty of the land depended. In Greek civilization, it is often referred to Cyrus as the dog of the star. Writers associated its appearance in the sky um, as concurring, sorry, coinciding with hot weather, hot days, sweaty nights and thunderstorms. And from these ancient roots, the phrase dog days has come down to us, even featuring in medieval religious and medical texts. Medical texts. Incidentally, although it continues to rise in the summer, Cirrus is expected to be the constant wobble of the Earth and the solar system itself and is gradually rising later and later. In around 10,000 years' time, it will actually be a winter star. We know we sent Steffi in her TARDIS back to check, and she's, uh, she's had a great time party at the gay club um, in the far future. Anyway, the dog of days of August are over, and from next week we look forward to mellow weather and fruity fruitfulness. For these news stories and more, check out our website at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, this has been Andy Hole and Terry Starr. Shout out news, national and international LGBT news for you. Shout out LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out podcast. There you go, that's a cheerleader. Have you ever nice. dressed up to be a cheerleader? No. Good. Have you? Not telling I can't you. imagine you with pom poms. So, but that's by Omi. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that just that just sounded so wrong. <laughs> it did. It left him in me tardis. So, well, you know, pride season and all. You know, I bet Darren's had some pom poms out at some point. Have you, mate? Sure, you have. Darren. Literally about two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> he showed. Um, but I'm a cheerleader for Queer Vision. We did a watch along party, and we had 
we made homemade pom poms for it. Marvelous! Wow. <laughs> there you go, Steph. Learning yeah. where to get some from. Can I borrow <laughs> some? <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, I'll send them over. Now, it's, it's lovely to have you on the show, Matt. I, I'm really sorry we can't have you here in person, um, but that's due to the the, the lovely thing that is a uh, uh, COVID, which of course um, not only hit us but hit Pride this year big time, um, and uh, led to the kind of cancelling of it. Or you must be as devastated as we were, if not more, I would imagine. Well, yeah, obviously really gutted. You know, we'd worked so hard already on lots of the events for this year. You know, Pride would have been in July and we'd we'd booked in so much already and had such great plans. And, yeah, so, all of a sudden I, everything happened. I, I, seem, I seem to remember as well the weekend that it was due to be on was a lovely, glorious hot weekend as well. Because I remember thinking, oh, we should be at Pride at the moment. But <laughs> I know. Uh, we, it was literally in the week in the week run up. It was quite wet. And I thought, oh, well, at least, look, silver lining is going to be a, a wet weekend and we've dodged a bullet there. And then Saturday came around and it was glorious again, as it has been <laughs> for prides, you know, for the last couple of years. But uh, you, you are one yeah. of the luckiest prides in the country, it has to be said. I mean, I, well, I think... not jinx it, eh? No, true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but it's moved, isn't it? Everything is still kind of happening, but in a far more virtual way. Do you, do you want to give us some kind of, like, insight into, you know, what, what happened and, and what the plan are. yeah so you know we kind of yeah, we talked about the you know being a bit disheartened about not being able to make uh, july happen but um you know as soon as we made the decision that you know sadly a physical festival isn't going to be possible um we set to work at bringing you know a, an online festival to life and um it all starts next tuesday actually so we've got um two weeks of events and i think i've just counted it we've got over 22 uh, events taking place plus our film festival later in september um so it's really going to be an exciting uh two weeks of activity and what we've done is kind of looked at some of the stuff that we had programmed already can we make that work online um and then also looking at some of our favorite events so um you know things like our dog show um you know usually hundreds and hundreds of people come to that in castle park and what we did is just basically said right submit your photos of dogs and uh, because we're online, we've allowed cats and other animals to. Um, and we've just been editing that all together in a video. And Freddie's recording, you know, his judging and voiceover commentaries. And we're just <laughs> going to stream that out. Well, um, I'm pleased that didn't disappear. Because it's that's always been a huge part of Pride itself, the dog show. I remember when it first started on a Make Sunday special. That's right. Um, yeah, it's been, been happening for a good couple of years. So um, it was definitely one of the ones that we knew would be really popular. And yeah, we've had loads of entries into that. So it's going to be um, really good fun. And that's taking place on Sunday, the 6th of September. Um, and then we've, we've just been posting about it today, actually. I'm quite excited about it. The fear tonight. We found this amazing piece of theatre that was up at um, Edinburgh Fringe last year. And it tells the story of three women from Trinidad and Tobago who are um, suffering from, you know, misogynistic uh, culture and attitudes and, and of course, obviously, homophobia. Um, and try, trying to kind of piece together how they celebrate their identity as being Caribbean, but also being queer. Um, so that was going to be incredible. And actually what we've done in the end, we've, we've commissioned them to make this into a film. Um, so uh, they've been busy recording that and getting to grips with having to record <laughs> a theatre piece in with social distancing during lockdown um, has been quite challenging. But um, it's going to be incredible. And we're, I'm really proud that we've been able to make that happen. Um, and that's going to be on Tuesday the 8th, and that's uh, going to be great. I know loads of people are really looking forward to seeing that. Um, Amazing. 
I mean, and then we've got. Have you? Have, how have you? Uh, it sounds like you've just literally taken the challenge of going virtual, just kind of rid with it, and and gone and got it all. I mean, you're making it sound like it's quite easy. I'm assuming it really hasn't been. Oh, it hasn't. No. So you know, we've, we've we're all learning new skills. You know, we've. As, as event organizers, we're learning new skills about how to make stuff happen. Our artists are learning to record stuff from home. Um, you know, it has been challenging. It hasn't been easy at all. And actually, you know, this all costs money as well. So um, that's that's been really challenging because, you know, Pride as an event, we rely on people's donations when they come to Pride Day. We don't really get a lot of money throughout the rest of the year. Um, so we've lost all of that. We've, we've lost you know a lot of sponsors this year as well unfortunately due to the impact of covid on businesses um so it has been hard um but actually i think everyone really wanted to rise to, to the challenge you know uh, bristol pride is one of the biggest pride events in in the country now um so i think people were you know wanted there was such willing there and such passion to to bring uh, the events that we had planned to to people um but moreover i think it's about the importance of making sure that we still have pride events this year a lot just cancelled and i think when we're looking at a community that um is feeling isolated anyway due to lockdown but then to lose a pride event i think mm. it was you know it, it's doubly impactful on our community so we wanted to make sure that pride still happened and that we were still a place where we could bring people together even if it is virtually so that we can have that sense of pride and the joy and celebration and you know, I'm looking at some of the videos that we're pulling together and, you know, the virtual parade is going to be one of the big things that we're having on our Pride Day. And I'm sure we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but, you know, that's bringing together all the videos and images that people have sent in over the last couple of months. Um, and that is just joyful to watch. And I think it, you know, part of me feels sad. I was like, oh, we didn't have the parade this year. But then I'm seeing all of these photos and I know it's going to mean so much to people who are feeling isolated just to see other people on that screen so, see those flags flying and that's going to be great so how how's it work are they all different events or are they all on like one channel on your website or i mean yeah so um you know there's as i say there's kind of over 20 events taking place across the next two weeks um so they're all kind of individual events um, and if people want to just see those listings, all they need to do is just head over to our website, which is bristolpride.co.uk. Um, but yeah, the events will be streamed out on our Facebook. Um, so they can just go to the Bristol Pride Facebook page, which is forward slash uh, Bristol Pride, um, or onto our YouTube channel. And they can hit subscribe to get notifications of when we release um, the new events on there. And that's just the Bristol Pride Festival on YouTube. That's our channel there. So everything's going to be streamed out and everything's free. Um, so That's amazing. You know, no, nothing's behind a paywall this year. You can just go along and watch everything. And, and again, that was part of the, you know, the ethos. We keep Pride Day free. So, we, and at a time when people are feeling completely isolated, we wanted to make sure that they can access all of this content but and you, just feel you know people come together. You know, people are going to ask us though, because you know, I mean, there's so much that goes on with Pride, and normally you you put your hands in your pocket for at least a couple of things. I mean, so, some of the events that you do are amazingly popular. The comedy nights one that that classically springs to mind. Sells out the second you announce it. Um, I mean, if they're going to be free this year, I presume people can still donate if they want to and that kind of thing. Uh yeah, definitely. And we do need people to donate. So uh, unfortunately, you're going to be asked to donate uh, on, on a couple of the videos. And, you know, it's been lovely. Our volunteers that would usually be on the gates of Pride this year have been recording little videos to, to ask you to donate. Um, and they can people can do that just on our website by um, hitting the donate button. Or we've set up a text service as well. So people can just 
text pride to 70490 to donate five pounds which was the price of our usual wristbands at the festival um but yeah you know as i just mentioned you know we've lost all the income from pride day which keeps us as a charity going throughout the whole year and keeps us work you know working on making pride happen and uh you know lobbying work that we do engagement with schools hate crime work you know we do a lot Mm. outside of pride um Mm. so yeah we definitely need people to kind of still support us if they can but it's still Um, still really nice it's free because of course there are a lot of people who themselves have been hit by covid this year and jobs have been lost or uh, people have been furloughed or don't know don't quite know their futures at the moment so in true traditional pride uh, fashion it's really nice that you know if you're in that situation it's still you you can still be part of it and yeah definitely that was you know something really important to us and you know i think a pride day itself is just going to be amazing um you know we've been working that's what probably the one that we've been working quite hard on and you know saski was just talking to the spins there you know about artists kind of trying to do stuff during lockdown it it isn't as simple as as people think it might be um but you know so many acts have, have recorded stuff for us in lockdown you know drag queens from their bedrooms and uh, <laughs> kitchens and stuff like that and we've got some really and you've really even made pom-poms as we found out <laughs> oh, we've been making pom-poms yeah so that's be great what, so what, yeah. what's new because i know I, I saw that the the comedy show is back isn't it albeit virtual yes yeah so um yeah the comedies is going to be fantastic so and obviously we're just doing it slightly different this year you know we've got hannah brackenbury she's uh back with us this year she's recording some comedy in lockdown Uh, we've got some improv players and they they've done some improv over zoom with each other and recorded that um that's going to be really great fun um yeah so they there's there's stuff that's kind of you know favorites and then there's other things that we've done which um were things that we've just kind of pulled out of pride day so normally obviously we have the family area at the festival we pulled that out and made a whole family day of um, entertainment and performances so we've got some drag queen story readings as part of that the super pirates that usually come to the festival are doing kind of um pe workouts and a disco <laughs> yes, rave for young that. people that brilliant. <laughs> uh, which is going to be great fun and miss disney is doing a princess sing-along and i've seen that and it is just incredible nice and um, so that there's that's kind of new um but we've also been working with uh, organizations like kiki bristol yeah and obviously during the summer we had the you know the black lives matter movement really kind of came to a head and actually you know that's that's not gone away those issues are still there um so we're working with kiki to to look at how um we kind of discuss the challenges and opportunities for queer trans intersex people of color and how we can all support them uh over over these you know these next couple of months and uh, we, you know when we get out of lockdown how things look then so that's gonna be really exciting and of course trans pride southwest we're working with them um to uh, for a great event which um, they're actually collect- gathering voices of trans people who are just you know i guess just happen to be trans but talking about their lives and uh, the challenges that they face and actually again also how the how we can all be better at supporting uh, different parts of our community so there's some there's some lots of new elements this year as well brilliant cool i mean for, for something that you know is literally turned upside down from from what you're used to it's absolutely amazing to not only change it to be virtual but to do so much as well i mean you, you could be forgiven if you just put on a couple of acts virtually but to do 
what you would normally do of pride but then more i think it's absolutely amazing so and um, i have to say we were very pleased to be asked to be part of it too so um uh, we, we have our video recording day tomorrow um oh. and, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll be uh, putting putting that out with with yep. yourselves soon we're looking, looking back at, uh, right back at our complete history broadcasting at bristol pride mm. and so we'll oh, be amazing. supplying snippets of all the interviews we did um and some of the stage acts yeah because i think that's the important thing like with pride day you know we've got some very big names and i think we're we've got new stuff but we're also looking at back at some of the archive stuff we've got so i know you know we had uh, spice girl mel c last year um we've got permission to use her footage so we'll be releasing that um if you've cast your mind back to 2018 that very very busy year we had down on the amphitheater um we've got alexandra burke's um set from from that year that we'll be releasing as well so there's some really exciting stuff that we haven't ever really released fully before um so people are going to get you know the opportunity opportunity to see these uh, headliners from lots of different years also as w- along with uh, these new performances so that's definitely going to make for a really exciting day she was great to interview alexandra actually beautiful woman like heather smith we've, heather we've Smalls, been to, yeah we've she was lovely too people. yeah, yeah. Really, they're always really really, really really nice so and yeah. because um you know i mean it's thank, thanks to you, yourself and bristol pride darren that you know, we get to do it but it, it's lovely you know because um a, a lot of them will talk to us because we're community radio and not the, the mainstream radio uh, which is always really really nice so it's a pretty interesting challenge for us because because we're, we're normally audio and of course this 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 whole virtual thing is video so be interesting to see what what, what comes out from that but um <laughs> listen darren it's been lovely catching up with you um and um hopefully we'll be doing it um up on the downs again next year fingers crossed it doesn't last um uh, that that long um but um um from all yeah. of us here thank you so much for everything that you're doing um thank and you. um um can we say can we, we say happy bristol pride can't we because it technically is like a week away yeah so yeah. we can well yeah it starts on tuesday yeah. you know and we've got yeah. events <laughs> from from then so yeah happy pride <laughs> cool well listen i'm sure we'll catch up with you again um but uh, for now um thank you so much for coming and talking to us um and um stay with us you're listening to shout out uh, we'll be back in a minute the shout out podcast uh, that's a black uh, black black motion uh, black magic <laughs> <laughs> um and um that's by little mix and that's a car hill remix i think so especially for you, Steph. I know you like those remixes. Don't Thanks, you? darling. So. Oh, lovely talking to Darren. I can't believe yeah. how much they're doing in Pride this year. Yeah. So yeah. absolutely amazing. Now, talking of amazing... Peyton and Callum, you actually made it all the way to John O'Groats. I had no doubts you were going to get there. Um, but <laughs> tell us what the journey was like. Was it painful? Yes. It was long and hard and very wet and um, quite painful. Um it was a lot tougher than either of us dreamt it would have been. And uh, it took a lot of emotional and mental uh, grit and determination. We were not helped by the weather at all. Um, rode in rain on all but two days. Wow. And most of it was non-stop. And then when we got to Scotland, we had the wind to contend with as well. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So it was, yeah, it was, it was tough going, but it was a fantastic, wonderful experience. And yeah. yeah, you must feel so, so good, though, that you've actually done it all. And and through all that wind and rain that you still succeeded, that, that's some stamina you both got there. Yes. Yeah, it was... Uh, there, there were times when we wanted to give up, I will be honest. 
and it came very close a couple of times. But uh, okay. we got such great res response and support from you know so many people out there. We had wishes coming from around the world, and uh, you know everyone's support and interest in the tour is what got us through that the difficult times. Yeah, I saw on the Twitter feed um, as well that uh, the the support you had from loads of organisations and doing virtual bike rides um, and waving of flags on Twitter to to support you. Um, that must have egged you on. Absolutely, yeah. The the pride out uh, involvement and people getting on their bikes and going for their own rides, uh, you know, in their pride colours and taking photographs and posting it. Uh, we had uh, the lovely James who made a, a sign saying um, "Welcome to the Trans to Weymouth," posted that on Twitter, and then when we arrived in Weymouth in the rain, um, they were they were waiting there for us. And uh, yeah, we had, we got a hero's welcome and meeting with people in from Christmas in Southampton, and of course up in Edinburgh with um, the uh, uh, Leap Sports Scotland and the Pink Soul Tire. The welcome we got there was just phenomenal. So mm. so much support and so much enthusiasm, and a lot of people sharing their own stories and showing that you know that their support for what the tour stands for and what it means. That's brilliant. Question: Would you do it again? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could come back the other way this time. <laughs> yeah. Well, downhill. M, M, my partner, M, kept telling me I should have done it that way because apparently it's all downhill from Scotland. It um, is. I'm not sure about that. Though. Yeah, well, yeah, it is on my map. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, listen, it's lovely to talk to you. And uh, congratulations to uh, the pair of you from everyone here at Shout Out. It's really quite a hell of a feat that, that you pulled off. And, uh, yeah, we, we were watching the weather and seeing the storms coming in and thinking oh gosh so um uh, well, well done to you must put a real smile on your face when you cross that finish line so thank you very much yes it did it uh, i shouted out very very loudly we did it we we did it <laughs> and it was an incredible experience and an awesome feeling cool well lovely to catch up with you um and um, i'm i'm sure it won't be the last time we speak to you no and people can still give can't they peyton you're still absolutely, open absolutely. for donations if you just give us a quick um uh, web address so people can donate yeah absolutely if you just go to uh, uk. On the right hand, there's a donate button which takes you straight through to GoFundMe, our page, or just search up uh, Twitter Trance on GoFundMe. Okay. And yeah, the people can still donate, and we want to make sure that we get still get a lot of positive conversations out of this. So um, it's 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 certainly not over. Okay. Thank cool. you, Peyton. Thank you, Callum. Thank, thank you, you both. very much for your time. Thank you, and thanks for having us on the show. One nation, one world on Bristol's BCFM 93.2. Inclusive radio for Bristol. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. Well, how about that then? That was, that was incredible. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. The, the yes. weather was against them, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, the storms that we've had and that, those high winds. And like they said, that, that, that the, the stress and strain and the fact that he, twice they thought about pulling out, you know, that 
you know, it took them to the edge, and and that says something about their stamina and their mental well-being. And mm. and now, can, can no, you well imagine done, that sir. sense of achievement once you get to John O'Groats after you, you know the adversity of the of the weather alone, and the fact that obviously is uphill all the way from Cornwall <laughs> to Scotland. <laughs> yes. you, know, you are funny. <laughs> I'm holding my map up. It's definitely uphill to Scotland. <laughs> well, I was, t- was going to say once you get into into the glens in Scotland um, to of, it's, it's wonderful scenery but it is very very steep um, as you go up the other thing is I have a Bristolian yes. map which starts to go a bit wobbly after Cheltenham <laughs> to, the world starts to fade out after Cheltenham uh, you fall off the end of the planet I don't know we'll have to get you and Terry to do it you know, <laughs> cycle from here to Scotland you be out for that Terry <laughs> I, think that, I think that was a resounding no by that I think, silence. I think Terry that just passed silence. out. That was, that was the silence that spoke to <laughs> Not even if Mutt Damon went with you, Terry? In his lycra just ahead of me, yeah, possibly. We'll have to see. There you go. <laughs> Do I have time to mention, by the way, that... Um, in America, the uh, Fourth Circuit courts have uh, ruled very recently, uh, yesterday in fact, that um, anti-trans um, bathroom or restroom policies are unconstitutional. Oh, it's a major yes. victory. Good news, wasn't it, Terry? Rights. Really yeah. good news. So yeah. that's reporting on The Advocate today. You'll find that at advocate.com, top LGBT yep. magazine in America, and that's their lead story. This it was week. a pupil, wasn't it? it took him it to was Gavin Gore. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and I had a question for you, Terry, actually. I, I noticed earlier you mentioned um, uh, one of the news sources being Pink News, but I thought Pink News died and disappeared. I remember them saying goodbye and that they were closing down. Of, what, That's, that, a year uh, ago Gay Star so? News did f- close for a while, but it's back. Oh, it was though. Gay Star, and was Pink it? New, and Pink News has carried on throughout, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. getting too com- confused. I, I thought it was oh, Pink. So, uh, but Lots Gay Star LGBT News is back. News Sorry? Gay Star News gay is Star back. Gay Star News is back, yeah. Oh, yeah. marvellous. Oh, that's good. Can't keep the gayer down. No, well, I used to like oh, Gay Star dude. News. It was quite, quite... I, I like the website. It's easy and clear to read, I always thought. So, yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I know that they all have to make their money, but some of them put advertising on it to the point where it almost crashes your phone trying to read it. Um, that's, that's true of a lot of news sites these days, isn't it? And yeah. you like big letters, yes. don't you? Like big letters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I Today say- he is sponsored by the letter M. <laughs> Well, for, for, I was going to say, for some of our community, the larger text and the availability of screen readers is actually really important yeah. Yeah, um, for true. people who either have sight problems or need a screen reader to read something out. So it can be can be very useful mm. to do that. Yeah. So. Well, it's a requirement these days. You it is. Kind of, you know, websites have to be kind of screen readable. Yep. I won't bore you with the technical details. It's what I do for a living. <laughs> so that's us. I should say most of us have quite the inside knowledge on that one. So. Yeah. So. And I'm really sorry, Terry. We, we kind of kind of cover a, a bit of a new story around the whole um, GCSEs and, and the like but, uh, we were, but we kind of timed out a little bit because we were naughty time, so maybe we'll hold it over t- for another week but yes. we can have a really good get our teeth into that discussion yes uh, but are you looking Next forward time. to Pride did, did you hear what Darren was saying about it marvellous isn't it mm, yes <laughs> in fact there's quite a few regional Prides 
that have gone online and been very, very successful with it. Um, I was reading on Midland Zone, which is the LGBTQ magazine for Birmingham, that there's, uh, I think it's Wolverhampton or Warsaw Pride. That's that's happening mm. over the bank holiday. Yeah, oh, I think Taunton did, and obviously fine. Weston did as well. It's yeah. Wolverhampton, Birmingham, that's north of Cheltenham, isn't it? Because I've never yes. heard of that. Yeah, it won't be on your map. <laughs> <laughs> is it in, in, the, in the wobbly area? Uh, okay. <laughs> oh... <laughs> so I did try and watch Westerns, but um, I, I, I never it successfully got on the yeah, feed. Yeah, they had technical issues, didn't they? For yeah. a, I think a they first started quite late. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I think we broadcast on it. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, we, we did. We did a piece for them. We contributed. Yeah. Yes, um, we did. But I don't know whether it went out or not because I wasn't able to see the feed. Did no. you see it? No. 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 Oh. I did not. No. Uh, despite running my TARDIS back to see it again, to see. And yeah, I like the fact that your TARDIS made it into the news this week. That's got to <laughs> well, be a first. We, it was a more, well, more light-hearted story, so uh, I thought that we, we it, put that in. It know. was my twin hearts that did it for you, wasn't it, Terry? Absolutely, oh. very big-hearted twin hearts. See, I think you're more like Cassandra. Moisturise me. Moisturise me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not remember Cassandra? Yes. It's, it's Played by, play by Zoe Wanamaker. Yeah. Wanamaker. Wanamaker, that's it. <laughs> Who I have seen perform right. in the flesh. Oh, oh, thank you. Nice. Right, you can all be quiet now because it's my turn. That's ah. it for another week, but stay tuned for more. Um, Bristol Pride. Oh, I see. You screw it up. I might as well just turn you off. Carry on. on. <laughs> so, anyway, make sure you subscribe to us on Spotify. But if you do miss the show, uh, you can always grab it again over at our website as well. Just head over to shadowradio.lgbt. Uh, guess what we're doing next week? We're going all mango. Eating mangoes. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, but from myself, Terry, Andy, and Steph, say bye bye, everyone. Bye bye. Bye bye. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.